Hello, Pleasure Town listeners. This is Aaron. We have our third mini-sode coming up for you. It was a mini-sode that sprung from our Write an Episode contest. Our author um, is a Pleasure Town fan just like you. He wrote this story, and uh, it's great. It's a little bit different from what we normally do, but uh, we've been able to stretch our muscles uh, a little bit with these mini-sodes, try something different, and to add to the Pleasure Town universe in an interesting way. And uh, we loved Richard's story, and uh, we're really happy to present it to you. Before we get to that, I want to say a special thank you to everyone who came out to the live show. Um, it was an amazing event. We'll have the audio for that sometime soon, uh, so look forward to that. But for now, please enjoy this mini-sode. Hey guys, this is Mason. Uh, so like, as you know, I was working on my senior thesis for United State, and I was doing some interviews, and I don't know, this is really weird. Uh, so I thought you guys should hear it, and uh, I don't know, let me know what you think. Sir? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, son. Thanks, sweet. Is that your nurse, Mr. Johnstone? Who? Emma? She's the receptionist here. She's letting me borrow this little computer. Uh, tablet, you say? Looks like a computer to me. I... So I look over this way? Sir, M- Mr. Johnstone, sir, you're looking right at me. You're fine, sir. Good, because I can't see worth a damn anymore. Hearing's still sharp, though. And the only time I'm sure I still have a pecker is when I'm taking a leak. <laughs> yes, well... Never get old, son. I'll try. So we're good? I believe so. Emma, I'll call you when I'm done. You boys have fun. Mr. Johnstone sure can tell a good story. Now, Mr. Johnstone... Mason. Bauer, is it? Excuse me? Your surname, son. No, sir. It's it's Bowen. And where's your family from? Woodward. Huh. All right, then. Sorry for the interruption. Go on. If you don't know about Pleasure Town, here's the basics. There's been no survivors accounted for of the legendary utopian community. So I decided to interview Mr. Johnstone, who visited Pleasure Town as a boy. In 1928. Can you give me your age and place of birth? I am 97 years old, and I was born and raised in Tulsa. Why did you and your father stop in Pleasure Town nearly 90 years ago? Has it been that long? Well, to be honest, didn't have a choice, son. Father blew out two tires on his brand new Model A just inside the town. So we decided to walk into the local bar to kill some time before fixing her ride up. And while we were in there, some SOB made off with everything inside the car. Stole one of the good tires, too, probably just for spite. Dad must have been furious. (laughs) He was more than furious. Father had a temper like a tornado. First thing he did was walk right back into that establishment, pressed the scary end of his pistol against that bartender's forehead and demanded directions to the sheriff's office. 
Bartender didn't flinch, just pointed right across the way. So my father ran over right quick, dragging me behind, but the sheriff wasn't there. Tried to peek inside the windows, but they was too dusty. So followed a sign to the mayor's office, which just led us to a drunk. A drunk? Was it Mayor Claude Ledoux? I had heard a lot about Claude as a boy from my great aunt, who grew up in nearby Woodward. It was her memories, actually, which she shared that inspired me to seek out Mr. Johnstone. All I know was Father shook the man awake and demanded he do something about his brand new sedan. First thing the mayor did was wet his pants. <laughs> What's that noise? Hmm? Oh, that that's Magic Maggie. She's the facility cat. She's coughing up a hairball on my bed again. Damn cat. I don't know. Seems kind of sweet. She's always in here, staring at me. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. Why is that? Folks say she's one of them cats that knows when folks are going to die. You see, when she leaves a special gift on a resident's bed, they die the next day. I didn't believe that superstitious hoo-ha when I first got here, but I have to admit, it's uncanny. She's predicted the deaths of half a dozen residents. That's weird. You don't know the first thing about weird. Are you worried she just marked you for death? Ah, wrong sort of gift. Oh? Uh, oh. Yep. Glad I don't work here. Say... You wouldn't happen to be related to Jessie Mae Bowen, would you? Why, yes. She was my great aunt. She was the one who first told me about Pleasure Town. She did? You remember what your aunt's maiden name was? Was it Jenkins? <sighs> that, that sounds familiar. How's she doing? She passed. Just last month. <sighs> it was her time, I guess. Time for everyone, I reckon. Except me. Mr. Bowen, you're going to find what I have to say hard to believe. And I don't blame you a whit. But you want to know about Pleasure Town, and you're going to get it. That's great, sir. I'd love to talk more about... Forget what I already told you. You deserve the truth, being family and all. Sir, there are no Johnstones in my family. Well, of course. I'd bet money there aren't. But there are Jenkinses, right? Sir... Your aunt, Jessie Mae Bowen. She was born Jessie Mae Jenkins. 1926, I'm guessing, in Woodward? Yes... No. What? The year is right, but she was born in Pleasure Town. And how would you know? Because she was my daughter. That's not possible. She was 88 when she died. The ages don't match. They do when someone is lying. While you did your homework on Pleasure Town, did you run into the name of one 
Matthias Jenkins? Well, yes. He was listed in the 1930 U.S. Census. I can't find what happened to him after that. What age was he? Um, I've, I've got the copies right over here. Well, according to this, he was 31 years old. Yes. Yes, I was. You? Mr. Bowen, son, my name is Matthias C. Jenkins. And you're the first person to know my real name in, oh, 80 years. But that would make you... Just turned 116 about two weeks ago. I... Don't believe it. Well, believe this. You'd think that I'd be drooling in my pudding by now. But I'm still sharp. Couldn't figure out why God kept me here for so long. But now I know. And why is that? Been waiting for my kin to take me back. Take me home to Pleasure Town. Sir, Pleasure Town has been gone for decades. It's buried. Under the dirt. That's what they want you to believe. That's what those academics at that university have been telling you. But I know. I know better. You're here to take me back. <laughs> Mr. Johnstone, I, I think I should call the nurse. Listen, since I left, I've spent so much of my life wandering. No purpose. Just odd job after odd job. Sometimes I do some thieving, including cleaning out a bootlegger's brand new 1928 Model A Ford sedan. But I never amounted to anything. Never wanted to. And never figured out why I was even alive. <sighs> this is impossible. I am Matthias. You are my blood. This call, video, whatever, it ain't by chance. You were sent to me, and now we have to get back to Pleasure Town. We need to find Claude and Cyrus and Cyrus and Cyrus and the shot, the shot, the shot, the shot. Mr. Johnstone? Mr. Johnstone? So at this point, Mr. Johnstone's audio cut out, and then soon after, the video feed disconnected. The last image I saw was Mr. Johnstone, or visit Mr. Jenkins, eyes wild and desperate, pleading into the camera as the nursing home cat, Magic Maggie, curled into his lap. Weird, right? Hey, Pleasure Town listeners. This is Emily, associate producer of Pleasure Town. Once again, I'd like to thank you for listening to our mini-sodes as we prepare for season two. Last week, we asked you to help us name the river that runs through Pleasure Town, and we'll be announcing that winner at the beginning of our next episode. But this week, we want to hear what historical figure you'd like to hear mentioned in season two. You can submit your ideas at pleasuretownshow.com submit, or tweet us at pleasuretownok. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search Pleasure Town. And as usual, there are some people we'd like to thank. Pleasure Town was created by Keith Ecker and Aaron Cahoe. This episode was written by Richard Izzo, one of our Write an Episode contest winners. It was performed by Phil Modaff, Keith Ecker, and Emily Modaff. Original music by Axons. You can hear more of Axons music at axonsband.com. That's A-X-O-N-S band.com. And our associate producer is me, Emily Modaff. Until next time, my friends. Down. Hear the secrets and 
At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.